It's that time of year, people. It's tour time. It's July. It's Tyler Yonke, Between Two Wheels Podcast. I don't know, 288 episodes. We are doing Tour de France, 110th edition. The Tour de France, which starts tomorrow. Which is small? The 1st of July? Blazing hot here in California. Hope you're doing well. We're going to just do a quick, quick. Right, now look, there, there's a bunch of shows out there, right? There's Peacock. They're doing it. There's GCN. I think BN Sports. There's all these kind of things doing the tour. Uh, Chris Horner has a show he does online. There's the Lantern Rouge. He does a show. Everyone's out there, and they're, they're doing all these smart, intellectual things. Uh, cycling podcast. Um, there's some, anyway, there's a bunch of them. They all take time. They dig in deep. They do this analysis. We don't do that here. We do. <laughs> we uh, we just react. So I'm. I haven't done any prep, and uh, but it's still probably going to be more insightful than most, uh, except for Chris Horner. Look, NBC toured uh, Peacock. They take over. They had Chris Horner and uh, Christian Van Develde last few years. It's pretty good. I, I'm a big fan of not necessarily Horner, uh, anything other than his analysis. He does such a good job with that. And they are not using him anymore this year. Kind of sad. Okay. What are we, the Tour de France. This is a race around France. For those that are new to this, to cycling, uh, there's cycling, especially bike racing like this. It's a, it's a story. Okay. You open up a book. Maybe it's, a, I've talked about this before with the Tour of Italy. Uh, you open up a book and not every page is scintillating, but there's excitement. And when you're done at the end, you hope that you've had this great story and there's stories within the stories and just different characters. That is bike racing. Tour de France, uh, it's one of the most hilly th- races you have here. There's all kinds of interesting aspects to it. You have uh, the person that's going to win it overall is built different than someone who's going to win some stages, but we have some interesting stories and we're going to go through a bunch of these things. If you don't know, Tour de France, 21 days where they have two rest days. It's all of July, basically three weeks. And they each day they do a stage, a race, point to point. It could be 100 miles, 60 miles, maybe 15, 20, depending on like a time trial with this individual. But it's mostly all mass start. They start at the same time. They finish when, as they do. And there's a winner for that day. And there's a time from the start to the finish. Uh, and that's your overall lapse time. And uh, depending on how close you are each day or up there, that's the one with the lowest elapsed time overall wins the overall tour de France, but you can have stage winners within there. Okay. It's pretty basic. It's, it's not necessary. And then you have teams, eight, eight riders on your team. Anyway, let's, let's go here to, uh, and talk about some of the top favorites and break down the start list. Who do we have here? Uh, maybe first we should actually go to what is the, what is the actual, uh, race going to look like um, the actual, uh, you know, let's do the teams first. We'll do it. We'll work on the teams here and then we'll go on some of some. Like I said, we don't do prep. So this is uh, this is what you get. Okay. Uh, Jumbo Visma, they have the defending champion. Their rider, uh, Jonas Vingago of Denmark, gets the number one in his jersey. And then it's uh, uh, issued out one through eight on there. And you've got uh, a very strong team. You can't win the Tour de France without a strong team. He's got Tish Benut uh, from Belgium, Wilco Kelderman. Um, he is Dutch. Sepp Kuss, he's an American, and we'll talk a little bit about him. Christophe Laporte, uh, French guy. Wout Van Aert, he is Belgian, very strong. Dylan Van Barl, uh, he's Dutch as well. And then Nathan Van Hoydonk, uh, I think his uncle or dad also had raced in the Tour de France years ago, won uh, green jersey. Um, 
anyway, that, that's their top right, eight riders there. Strong. Now, look, they to win this, you're going to have to have riders for the flat. You're going to have to have riders for the mountains. And they, being Jumbo, have the best rider for the mountains, Sepp Kuss. Now, he just did the Tour of Italy, helped Primoz Ruglic, his teammate, win the Tour of Italy there. Very mountainous. And now he's expected to come and do this. Now, that might be a problem, except for, remember, Sepp Kuss has been doing uh, the tour every year, looking exceptional. And then he slots over and does the uh, Tour of España, the Volta España, Tour of Spain. And he's been helping uh, Roglic win that as well. So he doing double up on the tours is not necessarily a problem for uh, Sepp Kuss. It just depends on how deep he went early and how much they're going to need him now. And... These stages are are very mountainous, but you still have some other good climbers here. Dylan Van Barl, he's he's fine. He's not a, a knocking down Sockham climber. Christoph Laporte, he's pretty good as well. Uh, Wilkel Kelderman can be very good. He helped Jai Hindley win the the twenty twenty uh, Giro, the sh- a shortened version of that when he was with UAE, and he was, I think he was third or fourth himself. So he can definitely go uphill. And he does just find Tishbenu, same. Those are kind of all your mid-climbers. And then Wout Van Aert, who can go do everything. Is he going to try to get a green jersey this year and go for sprints or not? That is to be seen. Okay, next over, you got the UAE team Emirates, the second, which probably has the number one rider in the world, Tadej, uh, Tadej Pogacar, uh, and he's got some uh, from Slovenia. And then you've got Mikhail Berg, Felix Groschartner, uh, Vegan Steak Langen, Rafa Maika, uh, Mark Soler, Matteo Trenton, and Adam Yates. And to talk a little bit about uh, some of the, the, the great stuff you have there, Adam Yates has been named co-captain of that team. But it's let's be honest, it's actually Tade. Uh, and, and Adam Yates can absolutely climb and support uh, the team as necessary. Mateo Trenton was a guy they definitely needed last year, and he got either sick or hurt right before, so he was not able to make it. Mark Soler can climb very good if he's in the mode to actually help. He will be a good uh, source and a good teammate. Ralph Micah, remember last year, going up the climb, broke a chain, then broke his nuts, hit him on the top tube, and had to go out. Uh, so he it was like stage, I want to say 14 or so when he was uh, really helping uh, Tade at the time. Uh, and Felix Groschartner, he can climb with some of the best, but he's a little bit more spotty. I'd call him a lot like uh, Wilco Carlderman. So the two teams, the two big teams are pretty much somewhat evenly divided, I think, there um, with, I mean, Trenton is going to be a big help on the flats and coming into some of those pitchy finishes, probably like the next first few days out there. And we'll get to the, the bit of a... Uh, the, the map here in the, the stage for the first few ones in Spain. Um, then you have your next uh, team here, what I would consider probably the next best. And, and do, who is going to be number three? Because your number one and your number two are Vionis and then Pogacar, the two last two guys that have been winning the Tour de France. Uh, and they're the ones that you expect to, they're kind of heads and shoulders above everybody. Wait, we've got a comment here from... Uh, uh, Brian Zimney, are you sure Solero will help Tade? <laughs> um, no, I'm not sure. But um, he did, look, he threw his. And actually, I, I just saw it today, so I don't want to pirate it off. But Chris Horner did a little bit of a breakdown of, of Mark Solaire and kind of his exploits. They're w- very well known. That's why Brian is bringing that up. Yes, I get that. But when he does focus a little bit, he can he can actually do some uh, good help. So we'll see. We will see. Um, it's going to be rough for him. If you get him out in Spain to begin with, maybe he'll he'll get those uh, fits and fancies over with uh, soon. Who is going to be your number three winner uh, at the tour? Now, the one and two, uh, 
if these two guys, Tade and Vinigo, do not have any look, look at uh, Remco in the Giro, Belgium rider that's expected to do great. He's winning it. It looks like he's going to win everything. And then he gets COVID. You don't get a finish. Those things happen. So you get sick. You may get hurt or whatnot. So uh, barring any of that, you've got a bit of a tier step down. Now, Egon Bernal from Ineos, he was, uh, he's won the tour 2019. Uh, Eh, was he the best at the time? I don't know. It was a little bit of a questionable because he had Garrett Thomas coming in pretty close on his heels there, and those two had a little bit of a fight, and maybe Garrett would have won it. However, Bernal at the time was one of the best climbers in the world, has a wreck, has some other problems, not quite the same, and I think Ineos is kind of showing that. They've got a good team, though. Castro Viejo can climb. He can also time trial real well. Uh, Omar Fraley was another Spanish guy. He does uh, sim. Mikhail Kwiatkowski has been seen as one of the perennial uh, workmen for uh, Garrett Thomas, um, Chris Froome, uh, Egon Bernal prior. And now we'll see what he's going to be able to do for the team here. It's getting a little bit old. Danny Martinez, he can also climb Colombian. Thomas Pidcock, kind of a revelation last year. First uh, time in the tour, win the stage up up, up the Weds. Remember, he had that crazy, crazy by, by the way, if you guys have gone ahead and get a chance to watch the Netflix series Unchained, uh, they feature the episode in there where uh, the stage where he lights it up, goes across a minute on a descent up to Nielsen Palace, and those guys end up winning on the Alpe d'Huez. It was uh, fantastic. We, Brian chimes in here again. Yates looks good, and Hindley had a very clean run-up to the two of rep. Hindley is my number three. I'm just throwing it out there. You're, you're spoiling the game here, Brian. Uh, that is my number three for um, what we expect. But Ineos has a solid team here, and they have some guys. Carlos Rodriguez, he's also a great right. Ben Turner, you have a really solid team, as you would expect from Ineos, formerly Sky. Um, but do they just have that rider? Are they going to be able to do enough? I'd say watch Pitcock. You, you know, look, I'm never too young to win the tour, and he might be the one. Now, Groupama, FGJ, they have David Gaudu. He was fourth last year, and if you watch that Netflix series, they really wanted a podium. Podium is a win for them. The French, that is. He didn't get there. They weren't too keen on him, but he, he does really good in the last week of the tour. So, um, you know, I don't know how well he's been doing on the run-up to this. Once again, we don't do preparation on this on this podcast. Uh, Stefan Kung, he could time trial and do just well. Um, Thibaut Pino, I mean, they just you just saw him in the in the in the in the, in the, in the Giro, uh, so we'll see how he is. I don't expect him to be much more than a support rider. Maybe throwing some fits on the bike again, trying to get up the road and doing a stage win. EF Education first. Now, Easy Post. I'm sorry. They fascinating for me on them because they have Richard Carapaz, who's won the uh, the Giro before. He went then went to Ineos. Now he's over with Carap uh, with EF Education first. Uh, remember, he was with Movie Star, and then he had been moving around. Dude is phenomenal, but you just kind of haven't seen him quite the way he was when he won the uh, the Giro. Uh, but they've got a solid team. Audrey Amador, uh, Alberto Betiel. Remember him really screwing it up for uh, Nelson Palace last year in the Cobblestone stage. Uh, Esteban Chavez, a uh, former guy that's been close up there in uh, tours. Uh, Magnus Court, he was the darling early last year with the uh, Climbers jersey. Saved the team kind of last year early on. Nelson Palace, the American, he's been riding well. James Shaw, and then Rigoberto Uran uh, looking solid there. Uh, quick uh, Sudal quick step, nothing but stage hunting for these guys. Maybe in the two in the in the sprints for uh, Fabio Jakobsen. They've got Eve Lampert, uh, Jakobsen, like I said, Julian Alaphilippe, probably early on in these first kind of mountainous, climby stages uh, up there in Spain. It'll be interesting to see how he does. 
but they don't have Remco. They don't have a, they're not a team. They're, they're the, they're the team of old that we've expected. If they do well, it's, you know, halfway through the tour where one guy gets up there, Ala Philippe and uh, might hold the GC lead. But other than that, you're just looking for stage wins for them. Bahrain victorious, Mikel Landa. He's looking for at least a top five. That's about as good as he usually does. Who else do we have there? Um, Fred Wright. He just won the national championships for uh, uh, Britain. So he's he had a great, remember how close he was last year in the Tour de France, always just barely getting in the breaks. He was, uh, what's the guy's name with Israel that we just saw that had, was very close the whole time. Uh, now I'm already losing names. Uh, anyway, uh, they've got Pelo Bilbao, Jack Haig. You never know how he goes. Phil Bauhaus, uh, Matthew Morick, Wout Poles. Remember, Wout Poles. I mean, kind of a crazy thing, but remember him with uh, helping Chris Froome for years on end uh, as Team Sky, and they're like, he's going to be like the next Garrett Thomas or uh, Chris Froome himself? Not to be. Uh, okay, Ben O'Connor. I shouldn't have followed him this year to know if he's going well. I haven't followed him this year to know if he's going well. Um, he has been. Um, good question. We'll, we'll look maybe a little bit closer uh, at Ben O'Connor here in a little bit when I get over to AG2R. We could take a, a little deeper dive. Jai Hindley with Bora Hansgrohe. Um, he's been riding well. Remember, he won the Giro last year, skipped it this year. He did okay in the Dauphiné, third, fourth or so there. But Jonas blew everyone away, and then Yates was second place like two and a half minutes or so back. I've uh, got some good climbers with him. Bachman, Heller, uh, Jungles, Conrad, uh, Nils Pollitt, Danny Van Poppel. Um, solid group there. Uh, nice little, I mean, look, if, if two top guys, kind of like we had the Jiro where all of a sudden Remco's out and a few other guys are out. Now you're having a battle and you have, it was a great race, but if the, all the best riders end up staying in the race, I don't know if you have the same um, actual solution at the end. Uh, but if, remember, Jai Hindley stays in here. He's got a decent team to, to be helping him. Uh, little Trek, little, little Trek. Uh, Juluk Ciccone didn't get a chance to race the Jiro. He was primed and ready for that. I had COVID. He had to go out. Tony Gallopin, Mattel Skilmos. He just won the Tour de Suisse. He's a young rider. People are throwing him out there now. That, that race was Gino Mater passed away. It was a horrible thing with Bahrain. But um, it wasn't quite just the top notch. And you saw Remco having some uh, trouble. Or was that the Dauphine? I don't remember. Um, Pedro Lopez, Mads Pedersen looking for some stage wins along with Quinn Simmons, the American wearing the national championship jersey. That will be cool to finally see someone who's probably going to be somewhat flashy in the race, showing it off uh, for once. It's been a while. Ben O'Connor coming in with AG Citron, uh, AG2R, uh, mostly French team here. Uh, Felix Gall, he did, uh, we just saw him, it was in the Giro, he did pretty good there. Oliver Nason, Ariane Pentepente, uh, he he was doing well in the Giro as well. Um, Nans Peters, we've seen him do uh, some stuff as well. Let's take a look at uh, Ben O'Connor. Um, Criterium du Dauphiné this year, um, 12th, uh, 3rd, so he was 3rd in, the, in the, 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 the Dauphiné, that's solid. Liège, he was 50th. Tours Du Giro Cycliste, he was fifth. Um, Volta Catalonia, fourteenth. So he's he's come. He's not so great early on, but he uh, that you look at the the Croft, uh, Dauphiné getting third place there. Um, that one at fifth place in the individual time trial, fourth and a fourth and a fifth. Uh, that's that's really pretty solid for for what you're hoping to see him coming up into the tour. Alpsen de Koinic. Uh, Matthew Vanderpool. Uh, if you saw him last year, he came in. He had been. I didn't think he did the Giro first. He was tired. He did not look good, and he pulled out early. Uh, hopefully, we won't have him uh, do any quick pullouts this year. 
uh, staying in there like a, a good solid man for the whole race. Uh, and I'm like sp- excited to hopefully see him battle, especially these early stages. You might see him in a yellow jersey early on. Um, who else do we have for that team? Jesper Philipson, that's for their sprints. It will be interesting to see if that team, which it looks like they're they're built for, once again, stage hunting uh, all the way. Intermarché Circus, sorry, Intermarché Circus Wanty. Uh, Biniam Gourmet, remember he's the, the um, Eritrean, got the bottle shot into his eye when he won the stage, the cork at the Giro, uh, but he can win races and he does have a sprint. It'll be interesting to see that. Other than that, they have um, Lillian Kalmajan, Rui Costa, the old man, uh, Louis Menkes. He's, you know, kind of the guy that will go out there, try to get a 10 minute gap uh, up in a, in a break uh, just to be able to, you know, do that over and over to hopefully stay in maybe the top 10. Uh, Dion Smith, uh, Mike Tunison, remember we won the, uh, stage, what stage two or three with the jumbo a few years ago then left them. Now he's with, uh, wanting Marche. Okay. Uh, let's see what Brian, I'll see you're, you're jumping the gun. You have a polka dot Jersey pick Mateo Jorgensen. I do not believe a, a polka dot Jersey is going to be anybody who thrives or, or has a possibility in their mind of doing well overall. And I think Mateo Jorgensen, who we've seen do fairly well early on this year, and the mindset, I think, for him is to go for the, the as high as he can in the GC, even though he's got Enric Moss. If not, he's going to be like the, the next Sepp Kuss to try to help Enric Moss to see how far they can make it together. He is not going to be going for polka dot jerseys. I just don't foresee it. Now, matter of fact, your polka dot is going, polka dot, polka dot is going to be someone more along the lines of a Mike Woods. Uh, who can climb, get up there, but for some reason just has lost some time and they're going to be going for the mountain stage. At least I, I would hope it's somewhat of a climby person. Kofidis, like, here you go. Guillaume Martin is a, is a prime person for that. His best hope is to be uh, 10th overall, um, and that's uh, Kofidis. I mean, if they win a stage, I'll be shocked. Uh, Ian Giz- Izagiri is probably their best chance. Come to Movie Star, like I said, Enric Moss, he is the, the Spanish writer. He's very good. Um, he's been hit podiums in the grand tours before uh he has a decent support here ruben guerrero had formerly i think that's who had formerly been with uh ef he climbs okay he's a little bit of a more breakaway guy uh rm brew alex on brew he can go uphill pretty good well geek uh gorka is he goes up well hill well matil jorgen then kind of the revelation of the americans uh coming up this last year won some stages let's take a look gregor molberger olivero nelson Nelson Oliveira and Antonio Pedrero. So let's take a look at Mateo. Um, 63rd at the Criterium. So not coming in as hot as you had expected him to do, but he won the youth classification and was second overall at the Tour de Robindy. We saw that. Uh, ninth at Ron de Van Vlaarden, the Tour of Flanders. Fourth at Saxo Bank. That was a great race he had there in early season. Uh, Perry Nice, he was eighth. With second on the classification, he did win Tour of Oman. So, look, he's had a good season. I, I that that whatever that place was uh, coming in the Daphne, not what you would expect or want. Uh, but if it's all about Arnold Moss, then it doesn't really matter. Team DSM, Roman Bardet, I'm actually probably one of my favorite French riders. I do like him. Uh, he's got an American, Kevin Vermach, on the, the team there. So that's uh, at least someone we can help choose or, or pull for. And then a bunch of Australians. You, well, you got John Degenkolb of Team DSM. Um, he, didn't he win the cobble stage a few years ago at the, the Tour de France? I think so. Um, and then you got Matthew Denham, Alex Edmondson, Chris Hamilton. He's done the Tour before. And Sam Welshford, those Australians. Uh, I think they're all new to the tour and the Niels Ekoff. So uh, not a super climb support team, but they, they should be fun to watch uh, and do well. 
Um, Victor, thank you coming along live streaming tonight. Yes, yes, we are. Let's do a preview. We're walking through the teams, getting a little, get a little breakdown, maybe some predictions, do a little stage uh, show. And then tomorrow we're on. And I'm going to also tell you about different places, at least in the Americans, where you can watch this race or what to expect. Uh, Israel Primatech. Michael Woods, Guillaume Bovon, and then Hugo Hule. Remember him, Hugo, won a stage last year, kind of took the hearts of everybody uh, and was was kind of a, a fun guy to watch at the at the, the races last year. Really cool to watch him. Uh, we've got Nick Schultz, Corbin Strong, Dylan Toynes, Chris Neelins, uh, and Simon Clark. Simon Clark wins the stage, the the, the one in the, the Perio Bay one last year at the Tour de France. Comes real close to winning a stage at the... Um, uh, the Giro this year did a little cat and mouse with uh, Demarche, or I'm trying to remember his name, and they, they didn't pull it off. So it's be interesting to see if Simon Clark what he can do here. But as far as Israel goes, your your best bet is Michael Woods. I, I just don't see him anymore. I mean, he go for a 10 day stage race, seven day stage race, uh, or stage hunting. I, I totally think that's Michael's chance. He can't time trial to save his life. There you go. Okay, uh, Team Jaco, Alulia, uh, Simon Yates, their team leader. Uh, he's got a good chance. I mean, you know, those guys, uh, the Yates brothers have, have raced well in the tour before and uh, other. Um, did he win the, the Vuelta one year? I'm trying to remember which one did. Uh, Lawson Craddock for the Americans. He'll be there for good support. Uh, Luke Dubridge, a, a heavyweight. Dylan Gronawagen. So there's one of the big sprinters on the team. So that team's kind of cut in half as far as. Um, some of the, the sprinting and not uh, you got Chris Harper, uh, Christopher Juliensen, Luca Medjik, Elmer Rayner. So a few guys to help them with the sprints, but not a huge heavy sprint team. And then you've got the climbing uh, team Arkea Sansek. They're just going to hope to finish. Uh, honestly, you got Warren Bergie. He'll throw a few fits and fouts in there. And, and other than that, not much to see. Lotto Destiny, you've got Victor Kampenertz. He'll go up the road. He'll look funny. He'll make some uh, bad decisions. Uh, Caleb Ewing though, good sprinter. Will he, will we see him finally break out and, and have a little bit better sprinting time than normal? Astana, look, like I said, you've got stories in the race and this story is all about Mark Cavendish. Okay. I mean, they have case bulls. That's going to be their, their main lead out guy for him. We saw what Mark was trying to do. He finally got the stage win. It made me feel cheap, though, him getting that stage win in the, in the Giro, the last stage into um, Rome. It felt like it was uh, bought, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Uh, but he did destroy everyone in there. So, I mean, he timed it right. He did what he needed to do. But, you know, I mean, you have Gianni Moscon could probably help a little bit. But otherwise, Case Bolt, and you're going to see Mark Cavendish trying to beat the record of, what is he at, 35 wins with uh, Eddie Merckx right now, and he's going to try to beat that record. Uh, there's a great chance of it. The fact that he um, is just racing well or did well at the finished the Giro and won a stage there shows he's not far off. So we, you know, anything can happen. Anything can happen. Uh, other than that team, you have uh, let's uh, Alexander Lutsenko for the overall or Evgeny Vedorov, uh, but it's Lutsenko for there. Uno Wax, their team all comprised of what Norway and or what is that Swiss? I'm not sure what, the, what, what is this guy? What's uh, Anton Charming? Uh, Denmark. Sorry. Sorry, Swiss and Denmark. I don't really know your flags that well. Um, otherwise, Alexander Kristoff, there's a chance that he gets a stage win. You never know. Total energies. Peter Sagan coming off a drunk driving uh, issue. Will he be able to pull anything out at the tour? I don't know. Edward, Vo uh, Edward Hagen Bozenhagen. 
uh, Anthony Turgis, Daniel Oss, I mean, Pierre Latour. You got Pierre Latour can maybe get in a break and do some damage. Uh, but other than that, you're hopeful that Peter Sagan, they're hoping that he's going to get a stage win, I imagine. Okay. Um, top GC riders as far as this uh, cycling, uh, pro cycling stats season. Jonas, Adam Yates. I mean, it's a little off here. Let's give me a break. Uh, Tade, Tade, remember, he broke his wrist. So is he going to be coming back full force? Now, he just won the Tour of Slovenia. Or not Tour of Slovenia. He won the Slovenian National Championship, the road race. The time trial, I saw Horner talking about it, and he said it was the same exact route that they had, what, two years ago uh, for the time trial. But And, and, and uh, Tade won it then as well. But this time, he put like a minute into his time from that other year. So... Dude is flying. He's ready to go. I think that's, that's something to say. Skillmos really moves up here. Tade on third. Um, who in here did we not mention? I mean, Pill Babal is not going to be. Mattel Jorgensen. But I think Jai Hindley is the, the, the one you're going to bet from down here on this list. Uh, 13 that's actually going to be closer to the uh, second, second, third spot. You never know what can ha- actually happen with that. Um, what else did we have here? Top sprinters. And then we'll go into... Um, uh, Jesper Philipson, Dylan Gronewagen, Mads Pedersen, Fabio Jakobsen, Caleb Ewing. I mean, um, I really think Cavendish is going to be up in here. So you're going to have Cavendish, uh, Philipson, Dylan Gronewagen, Mads Pedersen, Fabio Jakobsen, uh, Caleb Ewing. Those are your main. And uh, there's going to be some, you know, Brian Cockhart and some of these other ones thrown in at the times, depending on the situation, as always, depending on And then you're going to probably going to have who is a solo oh, Jakobsen. So he's got the most pure team that's most dedicated for this, uh, where you think actually a lot of destiny could, I just don't think they can. So, um, and, and, and Caleb, you intends to kind of squirt around and not always, uh, follow where he's supposed to. Okay. What do we got here? We've got stage one, um, 182 kilometers starts off nice and early. We got a cat three cat three, a sprint spot, a four, a two, and a three. So with this in mind, you've got your Matteo Trenton type. Now, Matteo Trenton, can, he's you know gone and won three stages at the Vuelta, as a matter as one year uh, for these kind of things. Could get over climbs and then beats it, you know, the top 20 guys that are left there and shells them out. But I think his focus is going to be too much for Tade. This could be a Tade uh, Pogacar. This could be an Philippe type of stage. Jonas goes fine. Um, he just can always get out kicked by those other guys. So this will be an interesting, you're starting out here in Spain, starting here over on the coast, uh, and Bilbao to Bilbao. Uh, loop de doops in there. Um, yeah, that'll, that'll be uh, fascinating to see. That's stage, that's your stage one. Stage two, it uh, starts off, then downhill, some uphills. Once again, this is all, this first Six stages are just lumpy as can be. Uh, then you got another one here, uh, third stage, cat four, cat three, 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 um, 193 kilometers. How much was stage two? 208. So these aren't short necessarily stages. Uh, 181 for stage four. That's a little bit, that's that's probably your first chance to get a pure sprinter one, but you might see, depending on what's happening here, you might see in this uh, cat four coming at the finish, uh, you know, with 154, 30, 20 some kilometers to the finisher, you may see, you know, some, one of these teams like a, a Trek, as an example, trying to get uh, Mads over the line without Grona Wagon for something. Uh, stage five, they're already in POW and they're <laughs> hitting the Col de Marie Blanc. The Ishan, the Suda, I, it's crazy. The, uh, stage five, I mean, and then stage six, uh, an HC category going over the Tourmalet. They hit the Aspen. 
uh, and they finish up the cotterets. So those are the first few uh, days. We'll just stop there on that, and then I'm going to pull up a different thing here. Um, and then we'll maybe talk about... Uh, here we go. Okay. Um, these are top 10 f- the favorites, and we'll, we'll take a look at some of this stuff here. I, what, what's fascinating to me, and which I like, and I think it's best for the overall health of the race, which is you come in early, and you have some of these... Uh, immediately you have um, some hard GC general classification days. What that does is it eliminates, you may have some guy that thinks he's in for it. I'm, I'm ready for this race. And then he's just going to have a shitty tour. And you don't know that until stage 13 or so when they're finally kind of shaking things out. Well, he's going to know it right away. And then his team isn't going to be up front pushing for him. And so he's going to sit back and it's going to create more room and you're going to thin the herd of who's expected to be up there and who's fighting. Cause you see that in the tour early on and it always dis- disappoints me, which is some guy that has a chance. Maybe it's I'm a young American, some young guy, whatever new guy that's really coming on. He's the new hot, maybe it's Jai Hindley. He's got a chance and he's going to be crashing out early on in the race because it's too much fighting for everything. So it, it's good for that, for the GC, but it also, you don't just have a super sprints where everyone's coming down to the finish. People are going to get shelled out right away. And what happens with that is it's less likely that you're going less doesn't mean because sometimes it look, um, we've seen this with some of these races in Spain where you got some fence posts in the middle of the road. Next thing you know, someone's femurs uh, shattered and on uh, pieces and um, that, that can happen too. So you never know about all this stuff. I just, think some of this the, the, the early season uh, early racing where a little bit more undulating uh, terrain does help everybody okay um this is a favorites according to a weighted score formula based on climber and time trial capacity capabilities so we'll look at the the time trials here in a second uh Tade, he's the the main guy to win vinigo Enric moss skillamos adam yates pino i don't think pino because i think he's going to actually be uh, writing for on uh, David Gadu, uh, Roman Bardet, Gadu, Landa, and Hindley. Uh, I don't know why Hindley's so far down. Maybe because he doesn't necessarily time trial so good. Uh, but I just thought that was um, kind of an uh, an interesting little perspective there. Okay, um, what were we going to see else here? Um, okay. Um. I had one other spot. I did. Uh, oh, there we go. Inner ring. That's sorry. Once again, we don't do, we don't do any uh, research. <laughs> uh, there's the rate. There's the the overall um, uh, map for the race. It starts down here in Spain, off the little coast here. Then it comes over here down, like we said, and it hits the Pyrenees first, which share its border with you know uh, Spain over here. Uh, then it goes up through the Bordeaux regions, kind of north. Remember, you know, some of the time it, we've hit this transition stuff down along the south, Vontu and the Massif Central. This goes a little bit higher, the Puy de Dome, uh, some of these other ones. And then it hits the, the Alps a little more on the northern side uh, up here rather than uh, the part down by Nice and, and uh, lower down uh, where we hit some of these big climbs, as we always love in the Alps. Um, let's see if we have, I thought Ring had a breakdown, Tour de France preview. There we go. Uh, I was going to see if they had a whole breakdown of the time. No, nope, this is not going to do it. Okay, one more break. We'll, we'll come right to, I wanted to share a screen here with Cycling News. There we go. Um, let's take a look at the time trials. Uh, do we only have one individual time trial way out here in uh, 16? 22 kilometers time trial. 
Looks like that's the only one I show. Is that right? I haven't done my, my research on this. One time trial for the whole race. And everything else is just going to be climb central. Um, and this one is not, not bad at all. And this comes in stage 16 on the race. Okay. There we go. Uh, stage, let me see. This is stage two. I want to look at stage one again. Bill Bow to Bill Bow. Who's going to win this tomorrow? Um, I, I really put it on a, like a Alaphilippe or let's say Matthew Vanderpool. I think that's, I think a Matthew Vanderpool, that's going to be my pick for tomorrow. He's got to build up everything for this, just this one. And then maybe that's it. Um, I don't know what I'm not done yet. I, one, one last thing is how to, how to even consume this race. If you're in the States, there's a few different things you can do. Um, you can go to, uh, GCN. Um, I don't how, you need a VPN for this. Otherwise you're not gonna be able to see it log it into uh, the UK and you'll be able to watch um, all the racing that they have there. They have really pretty good um, group of announcers. Who do you have? Chris was reading this earlier. Carton Kirby, Rob Hatch, Robert McKean, uh, McEwen, Dan Lloyd, uh, Sean Kelly is usually in there as well. I think BN Sports had Ned Bolting and um, uh, Matt Stevens. Uh, then there's Peacock here in the U.S. They have two versions, kind of a, a U.S. version and a world version. The U.S. is just unbearable. Uh, Phil Liggett, uh, probably Bob Roll, and some of those, I think, Breck Brookwalter, uh, Adam Brewley, and whoever the other schmuck is that's using in studio. Uh, I'm not sure who they use for their international feed. Last time, I think it was um, uh, Sean, not Sean Kelly is the Irish writer. His dad won the, uh, <laughs> trying to remember who it was. Anyway, I don't, I don't remember all the guys, but they, they were your guys and they Euro guys and they did pretty good on that. So, uh, otherwise I, I, I'd go for the GCN. I don't know if BN sports is going to have it or not. Uh, Victor said something here. He said, when you have a video tomorrow, please notify me. Uh, will do. Um, so the best thing, like I did with the Giro, the, you know, I want to sometimes do it right after the race because it's kind of more exciting and, and fun. It's all in my mind. But the problem is you don't necessarily have highlights. So you can kind of flash in here and kind of walk through. And sometimes it's better to do it later on in the day. So maybe I'm going to try to be doing it in the evening. Um, I will check out, put notifications on for the, the YouTube if that's where you're watching it because I will set a time to do it in a few hours ahead and then it should pop up. Uh, but um, Or... Uh, that's, that's probably the best we can do. Sorry, Victor. I, I, that's, that's about all I can really help to do at this point. Okay. I, I say, uh, Vanderpool, uh, Alaphilippe, or if it comes down to the kind of the GC group here where everyone's scared of it, then I think it's going to be, um, your, your good old Tade Pogacar in yellow immediately. First time you get that could be. All right. Uh, one last thing. Victor said light. Thank you guys. All right, get out on the bike, do some uh, something fun for yourself. Tour de France, 110th edition has been great. I'm excited for it already. I can't believe it's already here in July, but that's what we have. All right, everybody, uh, till tomorrow. See ya.